Welcome in to another new podcast from Materials Performance Magazine. I'm your host, Ben DuBose, news editor with the AMP Publications team. As part of this podcast, we try to touch on all areas of corrosion prevention and mitigation, and one of those is certainly pipeline integrity monitoring. With that in mind, when it comes to selecting remote monitoring units, or RMUs as they're more commonly known, one of the biggest decisions you may need to make is whether to select an RMU system that uses cellular technology to transmit data or to purchase units that send data via satellites. Having the correct information on time in order to make the decisions that will keep your pipelines in working order as well as keep them safe, it's never been more important since the introduction of MegaRule and the multiple data compliance deadline dates that PEMSA has now confirmed. That's why today we are talking to Polly Stewart, who is the head of marketing and legal insight at Abriox Incorporated. Abriox is, of course, the multi-award winning designer and manufacturer of the popular new Sunbird range of RMUs. The Sunbird SP Test Post Monitor was a finalist in this year's MP Innovation of the Year Awards, which were presented at the AMP annual conference, and they have been featured both inside and on the cover of Materials Performance. Polly is here with us to discuss how both cellular and satellite platforms work, what you need to consider when selecting cellular or satellite-based RMUs, and which, as a technical engineering expert, Abriax prefers. But before we dive into the detail, Polly, can you give Materials Performance Podcast listeners a little more detail about your background? Hi, Ben. Sure. I've been with Abriox for almost three years. I'm the head of marketing and legal insight, and I'm also doing a master's degree in space law, which includes the law on artificial satellites. Let's start with the basics. How is data transmitted using cellular communications technologies? Cellular technology sends data from one device to another in the form of radio waves through multiple connected terrestrial cellular towers. So, for example, if I call you using my cell phone, Ben, my voice is converted into radio waves, which then travel at the speed of light connecting with base stations or cell towers belonging to the cell networks. Until those radio waves reach your cell phone, where they're converted back into a digitized version of my voice. It's the same with data from remote monitoring units, which most of us refer to as RMUs. So for example, with Abriox's Sunbird SP Test Post Monitor, or our new Sunbird Cube Bond Interrupter, the cathodic protection data that is automatically collected by the units that tells engineers if they have a pipeline problem or potential problem is transmitted in the form of radio waves connecting with cell towers back to the cathodic protection monitoring and management system, which in Abriox's case is ICPSM4. They're in space, so is the technology different there? Satellite RMUs also transmit CP data, which has been converted into radio waves, which, as you've pointed out, is sent to artificial satellites orbiting Earth. And those satellites perform the function of terrestrial cell towers. In some mountainous or extremely isolated areas, while it has been possible to build pipeline networks, it has been impossible to build cell towers or maintain them. Therefore, the only way to collect data from pipelines in these environments is via satellite. 
satellite communications in theory do offer the best coverage and are less susceptible to power outages, severe weather events and natural disasters. And generally speaking, the data travels to a satellite in a straight line, which then sends it to just one base station on Earth. So if these satellite RMUs have the best coverage, why isn't satellite communication the standard when it comes to pipeline RMU data transmission? That's a great question, Ben. There are several reasons why cellular communication remains the smartest choice for the vast majority of data transmission requirements for pipeline operators. The first is the cost of satellite remote monitoring devices. Every RMU that is installed on a pipeline needs an inbuilt modem to capture the data that the RMU is collecting and then to convert that data into radio waves and send it back to the pipeline operator's data management centre. The cost of one cellular modem ranges from about $15 to $50. However, the cost of a single satellite modem is between $100 to $300 so close to 10 times the cost of a cell modem. Plus, the associated hardware is also a lot more expensive with satellite RMUs. What about the cost of actually transmitting the data? Again, great question. I need to state a proviso here regarding the numbers I'm about to give you. These are standard usage subscription examples, and from time to time there will be variances. So, for example, if a customer purchases a five-year subscription in advance, it will cost less. If they require significant extra data transmission capabilities per unit, it will be more. But on average, in the US, it costs a customer around $50 to $100 per year for a standard annual airtime package on a Sunbird or Merlin RMU, so a cell RMU. However, it costs around $300 for an annual satellite subscription for the Merlin XT6 transformer rectifier monitor. So as much as six times as the cost of a subscription for a cell-based unit. And it's not so much the individual cost, but the cost scaling because that cost will be multiplied by 1,000, even 2,000, depending on the number of RMUs an operator may have. So satellite RMUs are very, very expensive to deploy in bulk, especially if you don't really need satcoms for your pipeline monitoring. What other factors should potential users consider? Another factor is that the vast majority of pipelines are in high or moderate consequence areas as defined by PIMSA and Megarool. So these are areas where there is excellent and reliable cell coverage. And these areas are places where there is usually a lot of residential housing or offices or they're important natural environments where cell towers are rigorously maintained for day-to-day -day human communication. Also, while we read in the news about the new space age and the almost exponential increase in artificial satellites being launched, the actual technology is somewhat antiquated. The standard hardware de design of a satellite modem hasn't changed for years. And another consideration would be power consumption. 
Cellular communication has evolved to be extremely power efficient. Satellite communication has not. Satellite RMUs either need more batteries or more frequent battery changes. That's really interesting because you'd think that satellite technology would be the most advanced, or at least I would, because you see so much in the news about all the new satellites that are launching and all that satellite companies are spending on technology. Is that really the case? Yes, I mean, it is so interesting. It's a multi, multi billion dollar industry. And the satellite component accounts for around 74% of the global space economy revenue. And it will no doubt impact all remote communication in the medium to long term. And the growth is crazy, Ben. The United Nations Office for Outer Space Affairs maintains the global registry of artificial satellite orbits and launches. And from the end of January 2022 until the end of June this year, 4,298 satellites were deployed. And there are now so many satellites orbiting the Earth, around 12,000 in total, that astronomers are complaining that they're blocking out the stars they're trying to study. The problem is, is that while it's getting cheaper to launch satellites, as the technology is getting smaller and smarter, the actual modems that enable satellite communication use the same technology that they did 10 years ago. So what it sounds like you're saying is that there's a place for satellite RMUs, but at this point in time, it's very niche and the technology isn't as up to date as the cell technology. Is that a fair characterization? That's it exactly. The vast majority of locations where pipeline RMUs need to be deployed are areas where there is excellent cellular coverage. Satellite-based RMUs are ideal for difficult geographical environments, and that's why Abriox designed the Merlin XT6 for exactly those purposes. You mentioned earlier that Abriox does manufacture a satellite unit. Is there anything unique about that relative to other similar units that may be available? Yes, absolutely. So Abriox manufactures the XT6 and it is hands down the best satellite RMU on the market. It's extremely reliable and it uses the Iridium Constellation satellite network provider, which is widely regarded as the leading global satellite operator. If it's good enough for the U.S. Space Service and the U.S. Department of Defense, it's good enough for Abriox customers. The XT6 also uniquely features the Abriox patented pipeline locate feature. This allows remote activation of a tracing signal that is applied to the pipeline so that it can be detected by pipe locators. Of course, the XT6 also provides the usual RMU functionality, such as hourly checks of rectifier outputs and on-off potentials, and it has a two-year battery backup if power to the rectifier fails. So to wrap this up, what are the pros and cons of cellular versus satellite communication from the perspective of a pipeline operator? The pros of satellite communication are that it can provide full global coverage, including in remote areas 
where there are infrastructure issues or it is very useful in areas susceptible to natural disasters. Satellites also have the capability to simultaneously transmit information to multiple receivers, so they can effectively broadcast data. The cons are the cost and the latency or the, the speed of transmission. So the transmission of data via satellite is slower compared to cell data transmission because of the distance that it has mm -hmm. to go. There's also bandwidth issues with satellite data. The, the bandwidth is limited uh, or finite, and that has the potential to result in capacity limitation issues. The final con is that satellite modems are out of date and they will become redundant soon. So any significant investment should be made with caution. The pros of cell communication RMUs is that they provide coverage in the key high to moderate consequence areas that pipeline operators need to be particularly attentive to and attentive to getting important data from. Cell communications is continuously developing and improving, so the performance is highly reliable and it's generally future-proofed. For example, the modems that Abriox use in our Sunbird range of RMUs provide communication to the year 230 and beyond. Cellcoms doesn't have the bandwidth issues that SATCOMs has. And the cons are is that the it is earth infrastructure dependent, but that is really the only con. That's great insight. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up? Yes, you know, we live in really exciting times, Ben. Lots of us dreamt as children about becoming astronauts, and it's feasible that many of us within the next few years, within our lifetimes, will actually have the opportunity to go into space as space tourism literally takes off. But this is an area of uncertainty when it comes to the law. Around 13% of the satellites orbiting the Earth remain unregistered and out of any public sight or scrutiny. And there have been serious accidents involving artificial satellites. Currently, over 5,000 of the satellites orbiting the planet are no longer working and they are effectively space garbage. There is also estimated to be close to a million separate pieces of space debris associated with these now defunct satellites orbiting the planet. So we need we need to clean up the objects in the Earth's orbit. And this is now a priority for the US government. And they've announced this. And it's a priority for NASA. Until this is done, the risk of accidents including the risk of space junk crashing into important operational satellites remains real and likely. And if you don't need a satellite-based RMU to provide your pipeline data, stick to cell-based RMUs. If a cell signal goes down on a Sunday morning, it's a lot faster to get an engineer out to fix the problem than it is to send an astronaut into space. That is very true. All right. I think that's a good place to sum things up and to wrap this episode. Great perspective, as always, from Polly Stewart, head of marketing and legal insight at Abriox. 
If you want more resources from them, you can visit www.abriox.com. That's A-B-R-I-O-X.com. And if you want more for Materials Performance or AMP, you can go to materialsperformance.com or amp.org. With those plugs complete, we will adjourn. For Polly Stewart of Abriox, I'm Ben Dubose with the AMP Publications team. Thanks as always for listening, and please come back soon for another new AMP podcast.